You break the rules. Look out! Can't wait to see that squiddy. I do it and I become the enemy. That's right. It's true. That doesn't seem fair. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. She raises some good points. Doesn't seem fair. Welcome back to New Rockstars. A new trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is giving us fresh looks at Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. This week marked one year since the finale of WandaVision showed Wanda ascend into that Nexus role. And now with rumors that Elizabeth Olsen might be extending her seven-year contract with Marvel Studios into a dark new future, what will that dark future dark hold? Wanda, Wanda the, the <laughs> Welcome back to Inside Marvel, New Rockstar's weekly Marvel reaction show. I'm Eric Voss. With me is MT. MT, do you remember where you were this time a year ago uh, with WandaVision coming to an end, answering all of our questions, Ralph Bonering, some of us? I cannot believe it has been a year. Like, literally, I just remember just being in my bedroom, just like, jaw just dropped just being like i can't believe well first of all jaw dropped because of the ralph boner thing because i was like are you serious but <laughs> second of all just like that whole ride that we were just went on just like it was just was unlike anything that we ever experienced in mcu ever so like i can't believe it's already been a year i can't believe it's been a year it, and, and it changed everything like i i uh, i loved that whole journey start to finish mm -hmm. uh just those first couple episodes feeling like we're watching the twilight zone like what is <laughs> this exactly and then week after week rules being rewritten mysteries being opened up and all of us all of us at the you know as covid uh, had just shut down everything finally we had something to bring us all together again right. oh to God. geek out together week after week it was such a fun ride and you know yeah obviously some of my theories were, were totally disproven <laughs> by the end of that series but now with Multiverse of Madness, it seems like I wasn't that crazy to be bringing up names like Cthon and bringing up the Darkhold and Agatha Harkness's uh, witchcraft origins because it's it's now uh, being proven to be correct. It looks like by Multiverse of Madness in an insane way, bro. Like that ending of the trailer with all the multiple hands and like Strange being possessed, like there has to be some type of darker forces at play. So like for sure, I, I would definitely feel like you're you're you weren't unreasonable there. Yeah, I almost want to like go back and rewatch every episode of WandaVision and do like another breakdown, just <laughs> ignoring all the stuff that was red herrings, uh, but just kind of to look back on it nostalgically mm. and say, remember when we thought this? And now, as we're looking down the barrel at Multiverse of Madness, it actually looks like that might still be something. Because in the months since then, it, it, we honestly felt like crazy people. And now we feel crazy again <laughs> with Multiverse of Madness. And it's just so exciting now to look ahead at uh, Wanda Maximoff's future in the MCU. That's what we're gonna talk about this episode. Episode, specifically her future beyond Multiverse of Madness, if these rumors are true that Olsen is extending her contract with Marvel, what titles should we see her in next? And what major crossover events do we think uh, she may be the, the anchor point of? Will we see her in her own solo series, possibly? Ooh, it's not Marvel related, but we have some exciting announcements with our merch. Batman is out. Our friends at Epic Heroes Shop have a new latest obsession limited edition shirt for the Batman. Gotham Noir. It's an incredible looking shirt with a really cool artful design. It's not going to be around for long though, so you got to go jump on this quickly. There are No Way Home and Shang-Chi shirts sold out really fast, so you really got to grab one of these before it's sold out. But MT, this week Inside Marvel, what are we talking about? Well, our first question of the day is, Eric, uh, Wanda the f***? <laughs> or where the f*** 
will Wanda appear next? Like, where will Wanda appear next? Yeah. Wanda Maximoff is Marvel's greatest turnaround success of Phase 4. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. Uh, she went from being one of the most poorly defined and really underutilized Avengers in Phase 3. She was really backbenched in Age of Ultron, Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame, to now being the face of Marvel's deep character explorations on Disney+, Plus, and now the villain and or anti-hero many of us are most excited to see in Multiverse of Madness. Absolutely. I've made the argument that Multiverse of Madness may be equally a Doctor Strange and his variants movie as it is a Scarlet Witch and her mutants movie. Mm. Uh, along with Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Olsen is undoubtedly Kevin Feige's MVP talent from that first year of Disney Plus titles. Mm. And since Hiddleston's future is certainly set with future seasons of Loki, it's really a foregone conclusion that Feige must be eager to renew Olsen's contract and use her as much as possible right. in, in Marvel's future titles. Uh, with WandaVision and Multiverse of Madness, we are now seeing Wanda's true rebirth as a character. This is the start of something. And assuming Marvel Studios sees her that way too, let's look at the titles ahead on the MCU calendar that would be the best fits for her return. And we'll start okay. with uh, the titles that are confirmed for the calendar. All right. Um, Agatha House of Harkness, first right. title we'll talk about. Really the most natural fit for Olsen's return. Mm. WandaVision showrunner Jack Schaefer is returning, and she's referring to it really as the second season of WandaVision. Yeah. And recently, Catherine Hahn gave us an update telling Entertainment Weekly that House of Harkness is still in development, but what she's seen so far is, quote, exactly what I would have hoped and dripped. So, it yeah. uh, doesn't vibes. really tell us anything like other than get excited. Just a reminder of where... Uh, Agatha Harkness was left in this universe still under Scarlet Witch trance right. in the city of Westview, New Jersey. But we did not see Agatha after the illusion dropped. You know, right. like the the hex faded, uh, and the citizens of Westview were now glaring at Wanda Maximoff, uh, broken from that trance. But we didn't see Agatha among them. I have to assume that for the world's protection. Wanda would have kept that trance in place, but what do you think, MT? Are we going to open with House of Harkness with Agatha being uh, brainwashed and gaslit in a kind of sitcom reality the way Wanda began WandaVision? We're going to have like a, another episode, another weird sitcom-y episode <laughs> with, uh, with Agatha? I think that House of Harkness like very well could start off with this scenario where she's just, her mind is completely wiped and Agatha thinks that she is this completely different person until something or someone or someone reawakens her into her Agatha persona. But like, I, I always had this really fun idea of House of Harkness being like, um, just kind of like this, like weird universe taking place within Agatha's mind as she's working through mm -hmm. like the spell breaking through Wanda's spell. Like you, like she's like meeting every single witch or like being that she's like sucked over the courses of centuries. Oh. And so, like, this is the house of Agatha Harkness's mind and, like, and all the souls mm. that she's tortured over the years. So, like, I think that'd be really fun and for Wanda to be one of those souls and be like, ah, you tortured me too. So, like, here's me torturing you back and sort of, like, I think it'd be really fun there. But, yeah, I think Wanda yeah. returning in House of Harkness would be the best, like, the, the most rational thing. And it'd be kind of weird if she did at that point. Like, come on. Like, why wouldn't Wanda just make a cameo there? Right, absolutely. I mean, this is like a perfect place for, for Wanda Maximoff to come back and, and continue to haunt uh, Catherine Hahn, maybe uh, turn the table on her, right? The way that uh, right. Agatha was kind of this weird, nosy neighbor 
who uh, would drop these weird lines and kind of screw with her and at some point show up in a director's chair. Imagine Wanda being in that director's chair of this show. Exactly. Um, now, you would lose some of that mystery. You'd lose a lot of that mystery, to be honest, right? Sure. That's That was the driving force of WandaVision's earlier episodes. Is we knew that there was some kind of conspiracy at work. We just didn't know who was really behind it. Right. And that mystery kept us, <laughs> kept us going week <laughs> after week. So we would need something else to kind of drive that mystery. That mystery could just be something like, how is Agatha going to break out of this? Uh, or maybe we like flash forward at the beginning of this season to where Agatha is now back in control of the Darkhold, doing something horrible, like torturing mm. someone or or plotting something horrible for Blade or for Moon Knight or something like that. Because like if it is a second season of WandaVision, if you're pitching this to Disney+, Plus, if you're pitching this to a network, right? right. Like you want to pitch it, it's going to have the same kind of momentum that WandaVision season one did, right. which was... Like, episode after episode, it's like a different sitcom homage. Like, mm. we had, uh, you know, an I Love Lucy episode, or, you know, uh, we had a Bewitched episode. We had a Brady Bunch episode. So, like, I'd, I'd be dying to see them continue that right. conceit. And I think uh, Catherine Hahn is perfectly suited. If they don't want to do sitcoms, they could do something like Charmed or Buffy the Vampire Slayer parodies, you know, mm. like things that are kind of more action comedies. Like you could do other TV shows uh, or you could do other kind of genres that aren't like sitcoms, like American yeah, I sitcoms. I really love that idea of like paying homages to like different types of witch media. It's like you could do Charmed mm. and then you could do like something more serious or like, like I think you just go around that I think there's a lot of value there that's a really good idea I love that you could do like True Blood and that kind of thing yeah. like other kind of supernatural um, recent stuff that, that people are digging so I think yeah we we definitely need to see an Agatha Wanda rematch at some point on this series absolutely. and uh, I think absolutely we're going to need to see Elizabeth Olsen return there but let's talk about some of the other horror titles that we know are on the calendar we have Moon Knight coming up next at the end of this month Right. right. Um, Moon Knight seems to be exploring a different corner of the supernatural side of the MCU do you think Elizabeth Olsen could show up as a cameo or at least get referenced that this Scarlet Witch could be someone who shows up in uh, in some text or, or in a monologue by Conchu or something like that. I definitely feel like there's a definite chance that Scarlet Witch could show up in Moon Knight because like at some point in the Moon Knight trailer, Arthur Harrow mentions that Moon Knight has chaos in his mind. And I think that he's referring to mm. chaos energy and chaos magic. So like that, I feel like that could be a route to like, you know, us learning that Moon Knight and like the, the Conchu's magic and Conchu's power has some type of chaos magic connection there. And that, you know, Wanda Maximoff could be, you know, maybe like wanting Moon Knight's power for herself, like so she can help bring her children back. So like, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity there for Wanda to to be a part of Moon Knight. But what do you think? You know, there um, there was this detail that we discovered in, um, uh, in the Moon Knight trailer with the closed captioning, May Kalamawi's character, she was in, um, in Rami on Hulu. She's playing Layla, last name, uh, El Fauli, I'm sorry, Fauli, if I mispronounce that. But there is a famous Marvel Layla, Layla Miller, from um, from the House of M event. She's a mutant who has the ability to kind of resurrect dead beings. Uh, in, in House of M, she plays a critical role resurrecting people's uh, subconscious states so that they remember that they right. are in a, uh, a false reality right. of the Scarlet Witch's making. I would be fascinated to see Layla show back up in Multiverse of Madness or have yeah. some kind of connection to the MCU House, uh, House of M event. Uh, that could just be another Layla. They just that, gave it honestly, like, Layla that version. reminds me of the time when Layla, during the House of N event, she, like, restores Emma Frost's memory, and Emma 
Frost is just mm-hmm. pissed. She's like, are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> I've been living a <laughs> fake life this entire time. Like, oh my God, it's one of my favorite Marvel moments. It's hilarious. Now, we don't know much about Blade. Blade mm-hmm. is sometime in the next two years, Mahershala Ali. Um, and, but we did just hear his voice at the end of Eternals. So presumably he's mm-hmm. teaming up with Dane Whitman. We're going to have a couple different nights, you know, um, and that could be part of a, a Midnight Suns team-up, uh, MS-13 so. sort of thing. But we, uh, this is the corner of the world where witches could appear. Do, how likely do you think Elizabeth Olsen would team up with Mahershala? You know, like, I think because they, it's still the supernatural and we're still dealing with, like, a lot of the supernatural stuff. And because Blade seems to have a connection with, you know, this ebony blade that Dane Whitman is, you know, almost touched and had himself corrupted mm-hmm. by. And like, you know, in the comics, the ebony blade has links to, you know, the the primordial dark times before the Big Bang. And so mm-hmm. with Wanda's powers sort of to me being linked to the that primordial dark, the dark magic of the universe, I think that there is a, a lot of opportunity for, I think Blade might even want to kill the Scarlet Witch, honestly. Like, he, that actually mm. might be a threat to for Blade to actually tackle because she is mm. a person and she is stabbable, technically. So I would I, I would say, you know, if you can't stab Wanda, I think Blade's going to give it a try. So I think Blade could be after Wanda in that scenario. So I think that she could fit yeah. there. But yeah, what, what do you think? What do you think? I, I, I think of these titles, uh, Blade would be one of the lesser likely ones For that sure. Wanda shows up in, at least of the titles we've mentioned, just because sure. there's like a whole new corner of the world mm-hmm. and you kind of want that to just be Mahershala's movie at true, that point. True, true. Um, but we are having a Werewolf by Night Halloween special, it sounds like, Ooh. later this year. And I kind of feel like this is the opportunity for everybody in the horror side of the MCU to show up, including like maybe we just have a bit where we have all of our witches together. We have Agatha, we have Wanda Maximoff, and then there's just kind of this comedic routine where Wanda is basically now puppeting Agatha, but they're trying to like puppet each other or something like that. So you imagine these like live TV specials, there's always like goofy corners. Like they go to Elvira, Mistress of the Night, and she's doing her puns. (laughs) And they go over to Vincent Price. I know I'm jumping around decades here, but there's always just like, who's gonna show up now? And then like, trick or treat. And like, oh, I'm gonna say my stupid jokes. And uh, you gotta imagine like the goofy wordplay that Agatha and Wanda were doing in the earlier episodes of WandaVision would fit in perfectly in this Halloween special. For sure. Like, so, like, so well. Like, I just want to see Agatha in this Halloween special, honestly. She would, she would kill it. Like she's brewing something like, ooh, might just have to pour in a little bit of this. And she has her flask and pours in some booze in it. <laughs> you know what? We it's should, all booze. <laughs> we need to have Jared Leto cameo in Werewolf by uh-huh. Night. And then we could just recreate Twilight with the re- werewolf and Jared Leto and uh, Wanda Maximoff. She could be Bella. And we could just recreate because everyone loves Twilight a couple of years ago and nobody likes it anymore. Just kidding. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> you have to, MT, you are walking into dangerous territory. <laughs> we, How many uh, Pattinson uh, fans do we now have on this channel from our Batman coverage? Yo, you can't be talking Robert about. Robert Pattinson, yo, he's Twilight the GOAT. Right now, Bat- he's the GOAT Batman to me. That dude killed it in the Batman. So, no disrespect, bro. No disrespect because he'll beat my ass. He'll beat my ass quick. We, even, we can't even claim Robert Pattinson. Pattinson as our own. If, if you try to say that, like, this is the first time Robert Pattinson's really wowed me, you're going to have a legion of Twilight fans in yeah. your replies saying, don't you dare. He is our boy. <laughs> he is ours. He was and our we knew Batman he was great back first. in 2010. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, uh, one more title on the in the pipeline that mm. might seem like a weird choice for Wanda to show up in, but hear me out. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Mm. Already seeming like a pretty crazy movie. You have Jonathan Majors coming back as Kang the Conqueror. Right. You have Bill Murray coming in, playing some insane role. <laughs> but if you imagine Kang as kind of this... Uh, this bad boy of the multiverse, don't you think that he would have crossed paths with Wanda Maximoff at some point or have her on his radar? Oh yeah, for sure. I think there's a, there's a huge chance actually that we could see a Kang variant on the Illuminati in Multiverse of Madness because sure. he's a genius and he is a multiverse genius in particular. So like it would make sense mm-hmm. for him to have a seat there. So like having a Wanda cameo in, multi, in Quantumania and, you know, because we don't necessarily know what the term quantum mania means, but we know from Avengers Endgame that the quantum realm has unique, like specific ties to the multiverse. So with Wanda having ties to the multiverse herself, I don't think it's out of the question for Wanda to show up in a quantum mania type title that has to do with potentially time travel and, you know, multiverse travel. And, you know, with, mm-hmm. and again, the Kang's in this, in this thing. So like, I don't think it's super weird for Wanda to be like, hey, Scott. Um, here's another Scott, and here's um, different Cassies. Do you want a little Cassie that you missed out on that of her childhood? Here you go. Here's a little Cassie. Um, but yeah. You want Euphoria Cassie? Here she is. She's a lot of drama. <laughs> She'll say, whatever, you want me to be the bad guy? I'll be the bad guy. <laughs> We're leaving out an important person in Wanda's life in this conversation, Vision! When is Wanda going to reunite with Vision? Will she ever reunite with Vision? Mm. We're going to move on to some other Marvel titles that are not currently confirmed for the MCU pipeline, but we think will show up at some point uh, and that Wanda could play a very important role in. But first, we want to thank some people who helped us make this episode. Thank you to Noom Mood for sponsoring this episode. We're all thinking and talking more about mental health on both a personal level and a global level. Learning to manage daily stress and anxious thoughts is something we all want, but many of us don't know where to even begin. Well, Noom Mood is here to guide you to mental wellness and give you the tools you need to tackle stress so you'll feel empowered to take on whatever life throws at you. I'm a huge believer in Noom Weight, and I'm also excited to try Noom Mood. Our favorite thing about the app is that it is backed by science. There are lessons based in psychological principles that teach you about your relationship with stress and anxiety. It takes just 10 minutes a day, and you can do it whenever and wherever, and you can navigate the program at your own pace. And you'll also have the support of a coach along the way. As experts in behavior change, Noom has helped millions of people through their weight loss program, so you know that they can help you tackle stress as well. Worry less and feel happier. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com Marvel. That's N-O-O-M.com Marvel to start your trial. And thank you to Helix Sleep for sponsoring this episode. MT and I have to be on our A-game during Inside Marvel recording sessions. We can't afford to have a bad night of sleep because of a crappy mattress. That's why we love our Helix mattresses. Helix Sleep is a quiz that matches your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Even Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. I have a Helix mattress and I love it. MT's Helix mattress is getting delivered soon, so he'll report back on how much he loves it and some future episodes. The mattress ships right to your door for free. No need to go to a mattress store. Just go to helixsleep.com slash insidemarvel. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty and you'll get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. And they'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. 
Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Inside Marvel. And we want to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode. We're all pretty confident in our theories here on Inside Marvel. Confidence can take you pretty far in life and in the bedroom, and that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. You sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Bluetooth can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code MARVEL at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's Bluetooth.com. Promo code MARVEL to receive your first month free. Visit Bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information and we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the show. All right, uh, back to Wanda Maximoff's future in the MCU. Mm. What next, MNT? Well, our second question of the day is, what future unannounced MCU titles will Wanda Maximoff appear in? What do you think? Well, we've speculated uh, for a long time, and this is really the go-to choice for Marvel Studios, that their next big crossover event that involves the Avengers should just be Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do Secret Wars, if you're going to make it a two-part event, Secret Wars Part 1 and Part 2, this, I think, would be the best opportunity for Wanda to reunite with Vision. Right. Because really, Secret Wars, they can kind of resurrect anyone from any uh, timeline in the universe. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark... Paul Bettany vision and just kind of bring them back on this battlefront. It's almost like a weirdly hypothetical matchup. Um, yeah. I think this is the best opportunity, especially if they're on opposing sides of the Secret Wars. Like honestly, like it's I, I like to think of it of like the Super Smash Brothers of everything Marvel, yeah, live yeah, action yeah. Marvel. It's like everything. Like yeah. it's a playground where everyone just plays and, and, and crazy things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. no, Secret Wars is definitely the most likely scenario where Wanda will actually play a magnificent role in as this reality warping Scarlet Witch. Um, And even though like she wasn't like the main focal figure in the 2015 event, like with, you know, the future of the MCU and the way, where the MCU is headed, I can definitely see Wanda Maximoff and, you know, uh, even potentially a Dr. Doom with like this all powerful, like um, godlike power, um, like, clashing in the in a sort of battle world secret war scenario but also we have to also remember that in guardians of the galaxy volume two um on the on the ships that you know the the guardians are in to try to destroy ego there is um a language on there called builder machine code and the builders are a race of people that are very much connected to the whole secret wars conflict so technically we already do have some type of secret wars-esque tease in the mcu so we could very. We're, I feel like we're over, are already on the road path to this huge multiversal conflict that uh, Wanda Maximoff will definitely play a huge role in. That's an interesting point, MT. You know what I want to see is uh, like Wanda truly in a battle that really uses her reality warping powers. Like right. imagine Thanos with the Reality Stone in Infinity War. How he could turn Drax to blocks. Uh, blocks. He could turn uh, a Mantis into ribbons. Right. I, I want to see that used, but actually, you know consistently in a fight. Right. Like, what happens after he's turned into blocks? Can he still hop around right. and the blocks can come up and, like, trip people and get in their face? Like, 
let's let's play let's game that out seriously let's, rather than just treat that as a one-off gag let's like spend an entire uh beat of a fight where like mantis is now in ribbon form like choking people seriously. with her ribbon body like, i would be down like, to do that like it would be kind of graphic but like i would love it if, if a ribbon mantis was just like choking people out that'd be hilarious yeah and like using her ribbons but she still has her empath powers and she can kind of like put people in these emotional trances <laughs> But now, like, she can wrap around multiple people at once because she's a ribbon. Like, use that. Exactly. Uh, And, like, they're laughing. She's making them laugh (laughs) while they die. (laughs) Yeah. She just trips so many. She clotheslines a whole row of people (laughs) as her ribbon self. Like, I would love to see a Mantis ribbon clothesline um, Harry Osborn Green Goblin. (laughs) Just like in uh, Spider-Man 3. (laughs) yes now let's talk about the x-men obviously the x-men are coming into the mcu now how much do we need the scarlet witch to be part of that x-men lineup like imagine an x-men lineup that has like you know you have scott summers you have storm uh you got nightcrawler you got everybody do you want 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 to maximize the scarlet witch to be there too as part of the x-men well it all depends on how how the x-men are introduced into the mcu and like if you know, Wanda's chaos magic ends up being the catalyst for the MCU X-Men, then absolutely. If she's like the mother of the X-Men, then I would love for her to just have a presence. Maybe not be in Professor Xavier's school, but like, you know, because like historically in the Marvel comics, she's like uh, this pariah witch that like no one really likes for the most part like she's usually wasn't she just... part of like the brotherhood like didn't she start as part of the mutant brotherhood before I think so. like becoming just a regular mutant hanging around in the mcu like she's part of like magneto's crew i think she was hanging around with magneto's crew for a bit um i have to brush up my, my knowledge on that for a bit um but yeah no i, I could definitely see her being like an ushering in the mutants in the mcu in, in, in a definite scenario where in in multiverse of madness where she says more mutants, please. And mutants are now in the MCU. But like, I don't, I don't know if she would fit in Xavier's school, but she could definitely play a role in an X Men film for sure. Yeah, I, I think at that point it's kind of like with Blade. Like when you're introducing a lot of new characters, like I don't need Wanda Maximoff part of that story, right? Like, yeah. there's so many other the X Men. There's just so many freaking X Men, so and I'd rather, many. I'd rather you spend that part of the production budget on just. A new character, just cast a new character. Yeah, I want to see like all them. the like all the weird X Men powers in the school. Like, there's so many weird powers yes. that like just show me that. Like, I've seen enough Cyclops. Yeah. I've no more. Jeez. Right. <laughs> right. Whatever money you'd give Elizabeth Olsen for that, just pay whoever you're paying Storm double. Like, exactly. That way. <laughs> like, I want you know? different Storm type uh, powers, not just the lightning, please. Yes. I want she can do other stuff. Like, let's see other stuff. Monsoons. Uh, exactly. Um, dust. Dust bowls. Dust storms. Yeah. <laughs> Famines. <laughs> just pure right. famines everywhere. Just really overly humid <laughs> bedrooms. Oh my god, that's the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's end on this question of, are we going to see Scarlet Witch solo films? Like, we already Ooh. had a Scarlet Witch solo series. Well, I don't know if it's a solo series. It's kind of a duo series of mm. Wanda and Vision. And WandaVision. Uh, but are we going to see a, like, a solo series? Like, just a Scarlet Witch title? A trilogy, even? My God, I would really hope so. Because, like, you know, given with these rumors of this contract being extended, I think that Kevin Feige might be thinking Scarlet Witch solo films, especially after the success and the popularity of WandaVision. People cannot stop talking about the WandaVision era. I can't stop thinking about the WandaVision era. 
it was just a great time. And so, like, people love Wanda Maximoff. People just love the way that she uses her powers and how her powers are linked to her emotions. So, like, I think that Scarlet Witch solo films would be very successful if uh, Marvel Studios were to pursue that. So I definitely see can see that in a, their future, for sure. What, what do you think? Yeah, you just have to get really creative with uh, who, what villains you're pairing her against, what crises mm. she's facing. Because I think there's only so many, like, epic major crossover multiversal crises that you can have Wanda involved in in the broader MCU where she's like, you know, paired up with with Doctor Strange or Vision um, or Agatha. Like, we saw that in WandaVision. We've seen it in Multiverse of Madness and potentially we'll see it in Secret Wars. Mm. So, like, what else... Beyond that, like what else beyond House of M is a good Scarlet Witch story? And I think if she turns inward into her witchcraft, right? Mm. So like exploring her witchcraft, exploring her reality bending powers that we saw at the beginning of WandaVision where she's like creating different sitcom homages. I think that would be the aspects to her character that gets explored in the future. And maybe she uh, comes across other past witches who are able to manipulate her or teach her more or be mentors to her. Um... Uh, you know, we can get even darker in a relationship with Vision, something with her sons, you know, mm-hmm. like there, are, there's like an interesting like witch chronicles direction for Scarlet Witch in the future, you right. know, like yeah. to see the history of her witchcraft and uh, maybe her attempts to lead uh, a new legacy of witchcraft mm. in the MCU uh, in the way that like imagine the story of Star Wars, the story of the Jedi and their creepy witchcraft dogma. Uh, I'm just replace Luke Skywalker for Wanda Maximoff and yeah we had nine Star Wars movies uh in the Skywalker nonology uh so potentially there could be something there with with Wanda Maximoff as well but and for sure like Um, in like all of like the history of Sokovia I feel like there must be some type of like mystical part in the water because like they seem like a very spiritual type of um like country so like I just feel like having a solo series explore like what Wanda, Ma- Wanda Maximoff his lineage was and like who her grandmother was and like because like maybe her grandmother had ties to the Scarlet Witch prophecy as well much like you right. know um, Agatha's mother was this super powerful witch in Salem so I mean I think we're going to learn about Woundagore Mountain I think that's where Multiverse of Madness is going I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if like we learn more about Magda her mother right. uh, and and Pietro's origin I mean we there was what was it Oleg and Irina Maximoff were the names of the parents that we saw in the flash Flashback of WandaVision. Right. We didn't see where those kids were born, though, mm-hmm. uh, and what the exact nature of their births were. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there is more story to be told there, absolutely. But we did know from, uh, I believe it was the Wakanda Files book, right? Mm. The one with all Shuri's notes in it. And they yeah. said specifically Sokovia was chosen by Hydra because there's something in the DNA of the people there that made right. them more, um, you know, a- useful test subjects for mm. their Mindstone experiments. So, could be a clue for something more. Oh, yes, yeah, for sure. I feel like Sokovia is going to be a major part of the MCU mythos moving forward. It's very important. Well, we'll leave it there for this episode of Inside Marvel. Let us know what future title you want to see Wanda Maximoff show up in in the MCU. Is there a title that we didn't mention that you think would be a good movie or, or Disney Plus series? Don't forget to check out our many great merch options at NewRockStarsMerch.com. And uh, you can follow me at EA Voss, follow MT at Mastertainment, subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.